following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns, Billy Derrick and Michael Sendrick. And now, here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. We got a beautiful Thursday in Nashville, Tennessee. The weather continues to be incredible. We're in November and it's awesome and we better enjoy it while it lasts. Let's check in up on the plateau with Coach Watson Brown. Watson, I gather no snow, no yeah, snowstorms <laughs> up there. You okay, buddy? Apparently not. Apparently not. No. What's going on? It's beautiful on the plateau also. Is that the right word, also? Would that be right? Beautiful on the plateau also? I thought you were about to say, is it snowing also on the plateau? Well, that that's where I was headed with it. but uh, No, it's, it is not snowing. It's kind of snowing leaves. They're falling off in the backyard, and it's not a lot of fun trying to get them up. But Oh, tell me about it. And you've probably got more than I got. Oh, I've had a ton of them. Are you the ra- are you the raker? Yeah, and I hate it. Or do you blow them, or what do you do to them? No, I rake them, and that's stupid. You <laughs> know? And you do the raking? I do. Wow. Yeah. Can we get video of that? That needs probably. to go on the show, Billy, <laughs> to prove that this guy will get outside and do a little work. Oh, yeah. I do a lot more than you think I'll, I do. I'll make sure I, I get that footage. and, and that, that's footage going on. of a rake in his hand, putting it into a bag. I want to see that. Yeah, whatever. I don't know if we'll get that. Both of you need to pipe down on this one because <laughs> I'm going to come in one day with calluses all over the place <laughs> just He's to gonna, prove it. His back's going to be sore, everything. My back's well, always sore. That's that will be true because he won't have any reason to have any calluses on his hands up till now. The back sore just from basically propping y'all up. Oh, <laughs> you he went there. Get on it? my back. And, yeah, how about you? Didn't expect oh. that, did you? Oh, good lord, have mercy. Terry McCormick oh. sitting there going, Man, this is getting deep. Terry, <laughs> how are you today? I'm doing well, George. How are you? Good. How are those Yankees doing? Uh, uh, just as well as the Braves. Uh, well, that that is true. Good point. Thank you. For, thank Good you. Point. Yeah, I mean, hard you're, to argue. You're that. starting to not have much to say. No, anymore. I really don't. But I'll say I, this: I know you'll do the update, George. What's your opinion on the no hitter last night? Well, Legit. I mean, it's the way it's the way baseball is played now. It's a shame because that would have been great drama. Might have gotten them a few extra viewers. God knows this needs that. And um, you can't take him out. 
I didn't understand that. Yeah, but they can take him out. They're, they're, they're so hepped up on pitch count. And they have babied these pitchers beyond belief. How's that? I don't, for seem, I don't seem to recall uh, Bob Gibson having a lot of, and Juan Marichal having a lot of arm trouble either. Bob Gibson would have punched a manager if he'd come out there and gotten <laughs> him on a no-hitter. He would have. And the other guy that would have done it was Don Drysdale. Drysdale would have just been the, the manager. <laughs> Nolan Ryan would have too. Oh, absolutely. He'd have given him one of those, you know, to the head. Like uh, Robin Ventura. Yeah. How did that work out? So, Terry, what's going on in Titans land? Well, what's going on is all the players who are missing from the practice field. Ryan Tannehill, who was limited yesterday, a no-show a no out on the practice field today, uh, listed as did not participate. And uh, Derek Henry, who assured everybody that he's going to play, was also not on the practice field today, as was Jeffrey Simmons also missing. So that's basically three of your top players not on the practice field as you prepare for the Kansas City Chiefs. Those are three of your four top players, if you want to put Kevin Byard in there as well. Okay, let's start with Tannehill. What do you make of that? Well, it could be that they worked him a little bit yesterday. They decided to back him off a little bit today in order to rest. The telltale sign will be what he can give them tomorrow in practice. If he's able to run the offense and do some of the things that he needs to do, then he's probably going to get green-lighted to uh, give it a go on Sunday night. If not, then it becomes more of the old game-time decision again, which uh, we saw how that worked out last week, although the illness did uh, prevent him from being there on Friday or the Saturday walkthrough, which kind of helped make the decision for them. In Derrick Henry's case, 32 carries, which to me is about 10 too many. If that's what it takes to beat the Texans, you might need to rethink it a little bit. Terry, how much of this is just that? Well, I think they're backing Derrick Henry off in practice just to make sure that they don't uh, overuse him, so to speak. I mean, 32 carries is quite a bit of a load, especially in today's NFL. You know, we were talking about today's baseball and how pitchers don't go much past six innings anymore. You know, Derrick Henry is a throwback to the old style of football. And, uh, you know, 30 carries, he's certainly willing to take that workload on. But if you're going to do that, you've got to balance it out somewhere. And them uh, holding him out of practice, getting him some extra rest, some extra treatment, things like that, is where they're trying to uh, catch up and balance that, George. They're not winning in Kansas City without Jeffrey Simmons. Um, so tell me what you think. Well, he didn't practice at all last week, and then he wreaked havoc on Sunday. So it could be a situation once again where he takes it easy through the practice week on that ankle and then goes out there, tested on Sunday afternoon or evening when they play, and uh, suits up and goes. That would be my guess. And You know, you might see Simmons out there for a little bit tomorrow. Uh, if they're in the bubble, uh, which sometimes they do on Fridays, I would look for him not to be out there because they don't want to – you know, tax that ankle any more than it already is. But in that regard, uh, Jeffrey Simmons showed us last week that uh, even without practice time, he can be a force. Do you have any good news? Do I have any good news? Yeah. Uh, not really. I mean, well, uh, Derek Henry was your October player of the month. 
and Ryan on offense and Ryan Stonehouse, the rookie punter, was your off uh, your special teams player of the month for October. So how about that? L that's wonderful. That won't do you any good in Kansas City, but you know, I mean, whatever. It's what it is. It is what it is. Terry, you have a good one. All right. See you guys. I think we should all go out and have a margarita um, for those two awards. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're well, on a roll today, baby. He is. Oh, yeah. he's, he, he likes it. He, he's, he's looking forward to underdog picks. What, what did you have for lunch? Is this? I had a meal from North Texas. Oh, God. <laughs> do you understand, Billy, now what I'm talking about? Uh, I think I do. Do you understand what I mean by he is the worst front runner that's ever been? He's ugly. He puts everybody wow. down. He pats his chest over and over and over. I'm a humanitarian. He is a humanitarian of zero. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get to this yeah, real read, update. Read something. It is uh, the Titans update has been brought to you by Sumner Funeral and Cremation and the Justin Tucker team, the Justin Tucker team, they are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. Give them a call at 615-906-8458. And also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation, they are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. Now with two convenient locations in Gallatin and Hendersonville, and also online at SumnerFuneral.com. Okay, let's get to this update. First, Order of business, the Nashville Predators are back in action tonight on ESPN+. Plus. It's an 8 o'clock puck drop in Calgary. Georgia Preds are struggling 3-6-1 and six and one overall, and they've lost 7 out of their last 8. Tonight's a big one. I'll put it a different way. If John Hines wants to come home off this long road trip as this team's head coach, he better start winning some games. Period. Yeah. I, 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 that's that's all that. we can do because I don't know yeah. anything else to do but cross our fingers now because, man, we don't even know where to turn. We don't know. Yeah. Let's fix this and we'll be okay or let's fix this and be okay. When you're sitting here saying, I'm not sure what to fix, that's usually not a good sign, George. No, it isn't. Item number two. Item number two, Louisville has uh, kind of come out unscathed uh, with the NCAA. They have avoided major penalties uh, an independent panel has placed Louisville men's basketball on two years probation and fined the program $5,000. Uh, so, George, I'm not sure if that – is that a deck chair off the Queen Mary? Oh, no, it's a half $5,000? Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> First of all, here's what's going to come out of this. Watson, you tell me if I'm wrong. So they went around the NCAA infractions committee to this independent – whatever you want to call it. Yep. This it independent, whatever you want to call it, they haven't got a clue. No, and they're not showing a lot of guts. So no, they're a joke. So, and, and now all the schools are oh, going to go, go there because it, yeah. look, he, here's, here's a way I can describe it. When I got into trouble, I would much rather have met up with my dad. I could sweet talk a little bit. My mother, not a chance in the world. So we know who you're going to. Well, I wasn't going to mom. You're going Mom to was the infractions committee. 
<laughs> Dad was more the independent. This independent thing's a joke. I don't know where it came from. What's the NC2A for? Well, I mean, this, this part is, of their deal is an infractions committee and and investigators and all that. What? I don't understand it. I don't get it. Ditto. Next piece here as we roll through. Adam Silver is going to meet with Kyrie Irving next week in the wake of Kyrie's tweet uh, promoting anti-Semitic film Hebrews, Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America on his Twitter page. Uh, Silver denounced his refusal to apologize for the film's content. Kyrie's getting a little wacky here. Well, uh, no, he's not getting there. He's always been there. Number one, Adam Silver has been a complete wuss bag in this thing. I mean, this is about a week and a half late and probably a few dollars short. Uh, I think some of this, Watson, is in reaction to Charles Barkley calling Kyrie Irving an idiot, which he is. Yeah, I mean, one thing we all love about Charles, there ain't no sides he takes. He calls it as he sees it, and he's right. I he mean, is right. I don't understand why we've waited this long to deal with this. I don't understand it. So, I, I think it is – Adam Silver has probably caught less criticism than any of the major commissioners. Um, I think that's about over. I think on this one, he is really, he has, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? He's taken on water. He should. Yeah, it's absurd. It, it, he, he should take on a lot of water. Ridiculous. Next piece here, Ray Guy. Legendary punter, uh, first punter inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, has passed away at 72 earlier this morning after battling a lengthy illness. Uh, his alma mater, Southern Miss, announced. So he sure. was the best punter of my childhood, Watson, by a mile. I think he's been the best punter in history. That's my personal opinion. And I, I played, I, I was raised age, went through college the same time. And, he was an unbelievable college punter, George, and he didn't let anybody down when he went to the NFL. Oh, he sure did. I still say he's the best punter of all time. If you watch his extension through a ball, if they get some of that old tape out and watch his extension, his flexibility, I don't, I, unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. So yeah. I put him up as number one. Okay. We got a great show for you today. Adam Teicher, who covers the Kansas City Chiefs for ESPN.com, will be on with us by phone in about three minutes. Then Watson and I will do one of our award-winning Tales of the Tape, where we just try to break it down a little bit differently with some nice graphics that Billy puts together, but give you a little flavor of what we think is coming Sunday night at Arrowhead. I'll tell you one thing that's coming, big-time crowd noise. That is one of the two or three best environments in the National Football League. Seattle, Green Bay, Kansas City, those are probably your top three. You may argue Philly might be number four, but either way, we're going to get into this big showdown between two teams that figure to be playing well into January. This is Main Street Media Television. 
Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Barner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. If you think about it, the Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs have gotten very familiar with each other. 
Going back to Marcus Mariota, remember when the Titans scored the big upset at Arrowhead several years ago that none of us saw coming? Then they played each other in the AFC title game after the Titans had made a great run to that final AFC game. Uh, that was one the Chiefs won. And then last year in the regular season, the Titans took Kansas City behind the woodshed. Uh, and then Kansas City really woke up and got red hot from that point on. One of the really good pro football writers that's out there is our guest. Adam Teicher from ESPN.com covers the Chiefs. And I'm told to hold on for just a second. I'm being given the not so fast, my friend. Watson, this is called a four corner stall. Time only has been called. Okay, we're waiting. We're waiting. Uh, by the way, the game is Sunday night, 722, if you want to get exact on NBC. I'm told Adam Teicher is ready. This is one of the really good pro football reporters that is out there. He covers the Chiefs and has for years. Adam, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Good. Listen, thank you for doing this uh, on pretty yeah. short notice. So, oh, absolutely, we're having a hard time figuring out our own team here. The Titans lead the division, but the consensus around here is they're not that good. It's more a product of just an awful division. So I'm going to throw it at you. What do the Chiefs feel about the Titans? Well, you, you got to remember, this year's Titans are different, but the, the Tennessee has beaten the Chiefs, what, uh, five out of the last six games, I think, you know, going including the playoffs. So now the Chiefs have the big prize from the AFC Championship a few years ago. But other than that, uh, you know, the Titans have kind of uh, dominated this series. I mean, last year's game was pretty lopsided. Um, you know, Derrick Henry's no fun to uh, – be staring that prospect in the face there. So, um, I, you know, I think there's some healthy respect there. I mean, it's a different Tennessee team maybe this year. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, who just had a big game against the Chiefs last year, is, of course, gone. And maybe the, the Tennessee not quite as dynamic on the outside as they were, but uh, still some healthy respect for a team that's given the Chiefs in the Patrick Mahomes era as much or more trouble than anybody. Adam, when the trade got made that sent Tyreek Hill to Miami, I, I remember my first thought was, this is really going to affect Kansas City's offense because he's the one that stretches it. But as I watch them, it looks like the damage has been minimal. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, they, they've done a nice job of um... – you know, finding guys to fill in to take his place, I think. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster got off to a little bit of a slow start, but has played well lately and uh, looks like he's maybe back to what he was during his better days with the Steelers. And, uh, you know, it all revolves around Travis Kelsey. I, I always kind of wondered who was more valuable to the Chiefs passing game, Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. And I would ask various people around the league for their sort of Anonymous, not not writing a story, just wanted their truthful opinion. And you, you got some differences of opinion, but we never really got a, 
a real good idea about who is more valuable, but it, it certainly appears that Travis Kelsey is. I mean, he's having a huge year, uh, maybe more valuable to the Chiefs than ever. So he's a, a factor in this. And you, you have to look at the quarterback too. Uh, you know, he he's going to, succeed i think no matter who you give him at wide receiver so um you know there's just kind of a combination of factors that uh have uh, so far at least the chiefs are still leading the league in scoring so we'll see if that keeps up but uh certainly through the first seven games they've uh they played pretty well adam let me let me go back to Kelsey for just a second i used to do a radio show with a guy that i thought was a lot like this in Frank Wycheck, it just seems like Kelsey always knows where the open slot is. Yeah, yeah, he does. He uh, he uh, reads coverages and and understands situations as be- as well or better than any other receiver I've ever been around. Uh, you know, sometimes he'll just get in the huddle and tell Mahomes, "Hey, I'm not going to run this play. I just I'm going to where it's open." Just get me the ball, and I'll get to where it's open. And 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 that's what they do sometimes. And a, an example of that was in the uh, uh, divisional round playoff game last year against the Bills. You know they were scrambling to get into field goal position. You remember during that crazy finish at the end of the fourth quarter, and uh, he just told Mahomes, "Listen, I, I'm going to the open spot here. Um, I'm not going to run the play that's called. Get me the ball." The Chiefs got him the ball for 20, 25 yards and were able to kick a field goal and put the game into overtime. So uh, um, it, it's kind of that deal with Kelsey that um, you know, he, he just sort of has that sense about what to do and how to read coverages and knows really has an innate sense about what the defenses are going to be doing. So he's just a smart player that way. Adam, we know they're plenty good enough to win a Super Bowl on offense. Are they good enough on defense? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a, a good question. Uh, it, it's, you know, they have their moments and, um, you know, they, they certainly played well against the 49ers uh, last time out, uh, you know, but that's the 49ers and Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, as we know, is, is kind of limited. So Chiefs really got after him and gave him problems. So uh, um, it, it's, um it's, it's still maybe a work in progress. They've had their moments. They're playing better than they did during the first half of last season. And generally speaking, the, the, the Chiefs defensively under uh, Steve Spagnuolo have, have been a better team the second half of the season rather than uh, the first half. They, they just take a while to, to round into shape, and maybe this defense will uh, be that way as well. But uh, you know, they have uh, Chris Jones in the middle of their defensive line. He's having a great season. Um, their pass rush around him has been not not very consistent. They they uh, generally need to blitz to get pressure on the quarterback. So uh, we'll see what their strategy is on Sunday against the Titans. But uh, um, it's uh, you know they got a lot of rookies in the secondary. The three of their top four corners are rookies. So uh, you know they they've held up pretty well so far. But uh, I mean we'll see if that continues. So it's. It's it's hard to trust the Chiefs defensively. They've done some good things, but not consistently. So you you're not sure what to expect from them from week to week. Watson, when I told Adam that you were part of this, he remembered you from 1982. He was a writer mm-hmm. in Chattanooga and remembered your Hall of Fame Bowl team that you're going to be with Saturday when they all get honored. 
Yeah. Yeah, Adam, I, yes. I just, I'm sorry, Adam. I, I was yeah. going to say that just tells us how old we both are. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 I'm right there with you, brother. But uh, that was a fun team to watch. It really was. Uh, um, it, that was a, a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I remember a great game you guys had against Florida that I got to, to cover. Yeah. Uh, you remember that? Um, it was a high scoring game and, and you guys beat Florida. And it was, uh, it was so that season was just a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, I did enjoy watching you guys play. Uh, it was uh, it was a it, it was an interesting season for sure. Well, thanks, Adam. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of those guys that when you have a really good team, it's usually got a bunch of winners on it. And the successful, the guys that have been successful since then and with their families and careers is unbelievable out of that team. So that oh, usually God. has a little bit to do with it. Adam, I think in in some ways I see with Hill being gone, it's changed the Chiefs, and I'm not sure it's not to the good. They, I always thought, well, the ball's going to Hill or Kelsey, and, and the whole game plan worked off of that. Now I see them spreading it around much more. Kelsey still gets his, but they're spreading it around more, Adam, and and they're running the ball more and better. I'm not sure this Chiefs team isn't more balanced, which might make them even better in the long run as they get to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think that's the idea, certainly. And, you know, the, it was an extreme uh, case in the Chiefs' most recent game. They were on the bye last week but played the 49ers two weeks ago. They had two wide receivers with 100 yards, uh, over 100 yards. Uh, first time the Chiefs have had a receiver or two receivers, two wide receivers with over 100 yards in one game and since like 2000, I think it was. Uh, so Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling went over 100 yards each. Another wide receiver, McCall Hardman, scored three touchdowns. Kelsey had 98 yards, so he was almost at 100. And they've, uh, you know, the Chiefs are running the ball a little differently. They, they, since Andy Reid's been there, they've always had sort of one lead back. The, the guy who's carried most of the load, whether it's Jamal Charles or Kareem Hunt or Clyde edwards Lair. This year, they're mixing it up more. They've got uh, significant roles for three guys, edwards Hilaire, Jarek McKinnon, and um, uh Isaiah Pacheco. So they're uh, doing things a little differently and, and they are more multifaceted maybe. Um, uh, um, so, um, you know, Hey, it, it hasn't always been that way this season, but there's been a lot of games where they've been get, able to get a lot of things done and a lot of people are kicking in. It's not just Kelsey. It's not just uh, Tyreek Hill or one other guy. It, it's a whole bunch of guys. So, uh, you know, and that, that's kind of the idea. And this thing is starting to, um, uh, turn into what the Chiefs sort of envisioned and, and hoped it would be. So, um, you know, we'll see if it continues or not, but uh, they're off to a pretty good start. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's two things the Titans have always given the Chiefs trouble with. The first one is Derrick Henry and the offensive line. I don't think mm -hmm. the offensive line, Adam, is as good as it's been, um, but Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. And I've always felt the Chiefs have not been a great run defense in the, in the past few years. And I honestly, I think that's one of the two reasons, and I'll get into the second one after you comment on this, is why the, the Titans have had success against the Chiefs. Yeah, um, you know, they've um, – the Chiefs have, you know, a couple things play into that. They, they generally don't prioritize stopping the run. They've been a – um, you know, uh, sort of a, a maybe a bend don't break philosophy uh, in that regard. 
Um, but they, they've also played with the lead a lot too. And, and teams are throwing on them. And, and uh, so they, they haven't maybe faced the run as much as some other teams. Um, although they have given up a pretty generous yards per carry average. Now, as far as Derrick Henry, he's had some big games against the Chiefs. But the last couple, they've done a nice job against him. They did a, a nice job against him in the, the second half of that AFC championship game that we've talked about. Um, and, and then they did a nice job. He, he got uh, 80, I think it was 86 yards last year on the Chiefs, but it took him 29 carries. So uh, now A.J. Brown and, and, uh, and those guys had a big game. So, uh, you know, they, it was kind of a, you know, the Chiefs uh, picked their poison and, and lost. They, they slowed Henry down, but they uh, lost the bigger battle. So I, I'm interested to see how the Chiefs defend it. Um, this year against the Titans, um, you know, do they commit as many resources to Henry as they did maybe last year and, and uh, take their chances on the outside with, with so many young guys out there. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see how they defend it, but you're right. I mean, Derek Henry's been, um, you know, his career per carry average against the chiefs is about five and a half yards and that's one of the uh, highest uh, averages uh, for Henry against any team in the league. I looked it up. I think it's third or fourth. So uh, he's had some big games against the Chiefs. And, uh, um, hey, I, I can't tell you that there won't be another one on Sunday for sure. Well, and the other piece, I think the strength of the Titans, I don't think they're as good as last year because Landry's gone with injury. But the strength is the defensive front. And the, when I've seen – the Chiefs stopped Adam, and this is football, but not is when that defensive front gets to Patrick and he has to throw quicker than he wants to. And uh, yeah, that, I think the Titans have been able to do that a little bit. It's it's going to be interesting to me to see how they handle this this defensive front. Uh, and Simmons has just been a beast inside. Dupree's gotten better. Uh, but I can think back in some of the wins, it was the defensive front that got to Patrick and then the super recent Super Bowl where they lost to the Bucks. That's what happened. So I'm anxious to see how the Chiefs handle this defensive front. Yeah, that, that's another key to the game. I think you're absolutely right. You know, the Chiefs um, have been a little bit up and down with their offensive line this year. Um, I, I, they're, they're pretty happy with the play overall of their middle three. It's the, been on uh, the tackles where there's been an issue, particularly the right tackle, Andrew Wiley. So, um, you know, I, I'm eager to see how the Chiefs do handle this and, and um, um, you know, wh- whether they can stay out of third and longs and, and uh and all that. So uh, it is going to be a, an interesting uh, uh, game in that regard. George? Adam, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Look forward to seeing the game Sunday night. Love your city, by the way, and love that stadium. Uh, absolutely, guys. Hey, anytime. And uh, maybe we'll, it'll be a rematch uh, Chiefs-Titans in the playoffs. Let's book it. Let's see if we can make it happen. All right. Thanks, Adam. Adam Fleischer joining us. He covers the Kansas City Chiefs for ESPN.com. He is one of the best in the business. When we come back, Watson will give us his tale of the tape of this game. That's the Sunday night NBC game of the week. So it's as prime time as it gets. This is Main Street Media Television.
For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete service heat and air can clean your coils. Check out your motor and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete service heat and air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Durad Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost, providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. Big game Sunday night between two teams that both expect to be playing in the middle of January. Titans, because they're going to win a division, um, you know, barring a collapse, it's a crummy division, and they've won five in a row. And the Chiefs, enough said there for that passing attack. 
Watson's Titans analysis in this case is brought to us by the folks at Pennington Distilling Company. Okay, Watson, we're going to do it by way of tail of the tape, so let's put it up there. And, gee, I am shocked that you have Derrick Henry and the Titans with the check mark running the football. Well, George, let's just say this. If that one is a check for the Titans, we don't even need to go through the rest of this because that's where they've got to win this game. They, It's just like Adam said. He said, well, we they stopped Derrick Henry, had 88 yards and 29 carries, and yet the wide receivers killed them because they get those one-on-one coverages because there's eight people in the box. And, again, that's the only way I see the Titans winning this game. They get the running game going well, or if the Chiefs stop it with a numbers amount, they can throw the ball on the outside and hurt them. That's 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 the only way to me. So, yes, running game, most definitely a check to the Titans. Okay, I'm absolutely shocked at the check mark for the passing game to Kansas City. <laughs> You don't uh, think I will, we need to give it to the Titans? Well, I will say this. I think in, in the last couple of weeks, Helen Keller would get the check mark over the Titans' throwing game. It has become non-existent. And Watson, I don't think they can win against good people with Zippo passing game. No, no. They, they, but they know that. They know that. And if Ryan plays, it'll be a lot looser. You're going to see them go back to me. There won't be a lot of neckeds and boots because he doesn't run well enough in this game. But you'll see him faking the ball to Derrick and throwing one-on-one routes if the Chiefs get up there and start crowding them. And we'll get back to some of the things we do best. But, no, we're not anywhere close to that Chiefs passing attack. You had the defenses dead even. Talk to me about that. I just do because I'm still concerned about our secondary and that's where I asked the question to Adam about the defensive line. If they control our defensive line, I'm afraid it'll be all over the place. There'll be a lot of yards in this game passing for the Chiefs. If they can't control the defensive line, that makes it different. I'm not a big believer in the Chiefs defense yet either. Uh, uh, I really think in a one-game deal, the Titans defense is better than the Chiefs. So, with the, with the question mark of our secondary, I put it equal, but really I would lean that to the Titans over the Chiefs for sure. Okay, don't you think when it's all said and done that at least early in the game, the Chiefs are going to line up three quarters of the state of Kansas, then take a, a chunk of Missouri and put it in the box and basically say, until you heard us throwing, we're not buying it. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. We didn't throw it very well against uh, who was the before the Texans. Was it the Colts? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't throw it very well then, but didn't have to. Derek ran up and down the field against them. And then, of course, against the Texans, we didn't have to throw it once. We didn't want to. Um, it didn't help as much when we did. They're going to crowd the fool out of us where Ryan plays or not. They know if he does play, he's going to be limited. Um, and they they know if he doesn't play, they'll put uh, Missouri in there, just like you said. They'll get Nebraska in there. They'll, they'll, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean it, it's you've you've nailed it. I just I just think that uh, 
We make them get in there, and we've got to complete balls on the outside. I don't think we can run the ball like we have in the last two weeks and beat these Chiefs and score enough points in doing it. Okay, special teams have really been quietly a big strength for the Titans, thus you have checkmark going to Tennessee. Boy, and it probably comes off the punter. I mean, that guy is – he is bombing it. We, we take – field position for granted with the Titans. We can be on our own 20, and he can put them back to the 10. I mean, it's unbelievable the leg this kid has. And we've kicked the ball well, other than one missed field goal early last week, but we've kicked the ball really well. We had some turnovers a little bit in the punt game, uh, but we're very good kicking and punting the football. And I think – Mike works very hard on coverages and kickoffs and punts. So I, I give us a strong advantage right there. Okay. Intangibles. I stole out of an old Jimmy the Greek segment years ago with Brent Musburger on the NFL Today, the old pregame show in the 80s. They always had intangibles. And I decided if I ever did this this way, that I would put that in there. Okay. People can see what you've got there. Kind of run through where you're going, what you mean by those. Well, the first one is for on the Titans side is Ryan Tannehill. If he doesn't play, I don't think we can win the game. If he does play, how good is he with the injury? So to me, that's a big question mark. And the only way we're going to win the game, if he's better than we all think he is, meaning the ankle isn't as bad as it's been right. let on to be, and he gets out there and he can move around. The way we win this game is the, the Mike Brable way. Keep the ball. If they crowd us, go one-on-one and throw some, make some plays. Um, if they back off, keep giving it to Derek. And that's, that's, that's our way. But we got to have a quarterback that can make plays in doing that. And if he's hurt really bad or if we have to go with the backup, I don't think we can win the game. So big intangible is the quarterback going into this game for us, the Titans. Have you ever been to Arrowhead? Uh, uh, not to a game. I've been in it. Okay. We recruited a kid in uh, that area. I went into – we walked in the stadium and I saw it. First of all, some of the best tailgaters in the world. There are 25,000 parking spaces. In the early 70s, they built what is called the Truman Complex, the Royal Stadium, Kaufman uh, on one end, uh, Arrowhead on the other, and these 25,000 parking spots. So these people can get tanked but be so close to the stadium. It is an incredible setup. Yeah, it is. Sounds it's one of the two or three loudest in America. Yeah, I put it there. I put it there just watching it on television. Yeah. Uh, other one I, I've moved up my ladder is the Bills, too. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. That that place is special, and it's became that again, become that again. And they use alcohol like motor oil. <laughs> <laughs> Have some pins oil to go with your... You're, you're, you're on a roll today, aren't you, George? Yeah, you're, on a, you're on a roll. So whatever he ate for lunch, uh, Billy, be careful. 
Well, it's all leading up to underdog picks, Watson. Oh, that, that's what he's excited about. Uh, you just piped in. <laughs> so let's uh, obviously the home team check mark goes to Kansas City. Let's check Watson's final score. Hmm. I've got it 35 24 Chiefs. Uh, the only way it's closer is Ryan Tannehill is close to full strength, and we might play a closer game with him. Uh, I think we're going to have a tough time stopping them from scoring. Watson, we're going to go to the break about a minute early. Then we're going to go to stat of the day. Underdog picks at 5 o'clock. I'm going to try to get Willie out just a few minutes early because he's he's let me know he needs to be out by about 5.20. He obviously is in Calgary, or as Crispy calls it, Calgary. Uh, where the Flames and the Preds go at it tonight. So all of you stick around. Stat of the day, our commitment to excellence. Eh, Whatever. Coming up next, this is Main Street Media Television. Baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several iron mic pitching machines as well as a hit tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care with 16 sub-specialized physicians. Our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional, affordable, dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Hey everyone, I'm John English, this is Keith Wallace, and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles. 
baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It's 4.55 in Nashville, and it's time for Stat of the Day, powered by John English, Antique Sports and Cards, as well as Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. You can find John English over in Shelbyville, Tennessee. He's got that place locked and loaded. Memorabilia, trading cards, specializing in antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, all kinds of good stuff over there in Shelbyville, uh, they're open Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. Find them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, don't forget about Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. Give Eric a call at 615-490-7052 or visit rockcastlewealth.com for more information. All right, let's get to today's stat of the day. As we look at it here, we're going NBA. So Michael switching it up on us a little bit here today. On this date, this date in 1996, which Hall of Fame NBA player made his NBA debut? Are you kidding? <laughs> you don't like this one, George? Uh, no. no. No, I really don't. Watson, do you like it? It's not really a stat. I mean, I don't think I have no clue. I have no clue. Hold on. Let's just think this through a little bit. So this was, he'd have been 22 years old at that point. That person would have been born around 1974. Okay. So 96, that's 26 years ago. So this person is probably 47, 48 years old. with me on this um yeah i am i'm trying i'm not i'm not <laughs> trying to be ugly here no i know i know as opposed to some time well one time where you just quit on me yeah well at least that's what you said you call me a quitter i did i did yeah, you did and and, and i haven't forgot that either no honestly it was true no, I didn't. You just I threw up your hand and said, "It's one thing not to have the knowledge to help you. That's not quitting." Um, and and you're kind of in the same boat today. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I have the knowledge to help you on this one. Okay, so this person is 47, 48 years old, and has been retired. Now, for somewhere in the seven to ten year range, okay, um, this would not be John Stockton or Carl Malone. They're before that. Um, Watson, any any thoughts? No, uh, man. This wouldn't be Kobe Bryant, would it? It's, how old is Kobe be? Oh, hold on a second. You might be right on 
with this. Shaquille O'Neal was older than Kobe. Yeah, good bit. You know what, Watson? I think you have pulled one out of your um, left tackle. <laughs> and I am going to support you 100% for one reason. Because you have no clue. <laughs> that's and, exactly and what it gonna, is. And you're going to throw it on me. So that's that's the way this thing works. It is your show, so you have every right. Just go ahead and let him dong me. All right, here's the big reveal. It is Cody, baby. <laughs> Boom. How about that? That's what it's all about right there. That's pulled out of what you say right there. Uh, <laughs> from your left tackle spot. That's pulled out. Yeah. No doubt. That's a big-time player wow. making big-time plays. Woo. Big Watson time. Brown, ladies and gentlemen, not only is there – and by the way, I'm stalling right now. Uh, because I don't think either Darren or Willie are up yet. Um, oh, there's Willie. There's Willie. Uh, don't show him that. Uh, hold on. Let's see if he would have known this. Willie, have well, you seen? He, I think he just saw the answer. Okay. Did you see the answer, Willie? <laughs> well, let, let's the answer let's... it all. Do what? Oh, no. Of course not. I didn't see anything. Yeah, he saw uh, it. He saw it. I saw it. Yeah. But would you have known that without – seeing that answer uh i might have had a chance at it i i would you know i would have said is there more than one well he, here's where here's where we went this person you know started in the nba 26 years ago which if he were alive would make him 47 48 years old and then i i got nowhere with this just absolutely nowhere and Watson hit pay dirt, and he hit it big. Willie, are, are you in Mammoth Cave? Where where are you? I, I am in my hotel in Calgary. What what's the weather like in Calgary? Just out of curiosity. What's that? What is the weather like in Calgary? Uh, we woke up this morning. It was six degrees. We had snow <laughs> all day yesterday. Uh, it's up in the twenties now. Well, that's lovely. That's oh, yeah. lovely. We now, Wonderland. I see Darren is ready. I know we need to move fairly quick for Willie's sake. So, Billy, go. This is the 5 o'clock hour of the George Plaster Show. Of course, underdogs, underdog picks coming up. But this hour brought to you by the Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere. Whether you have a sports injury, a sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement, they have everything you need to take care of of you. Their mission is to provide high quality, specialized care in a compassionate manner to the people of Middle Tennessee. Find them online at mtbj.net for more information. And it is time for Underdog Picks, sponsored by Sir Speedy. Whether you need top-notch printing, custom web design, or a direct mail marketing campaign, they are ready to help. Partner with Sir Speedy today by logging onto their website at sirspeedy.com. Darren McFarland joins us as well. Willie is in an environment where it is six degrees this morning with snow. Darren, I think we're better off where we are. Wow. I'm in shorts and a golf shirt. Yeah. Mm. I like the hat, Darren. That's nice. That's courtesy of Maggie Corbin. 
is a wow a George special. That's a freebie. <laughs> you learned well from me, didn't you? <laughs> okay, because Willie's got to rumble through this. Willie, why do you have to rumble? Well, as Coach Fogler used to say all the time, guys, uh, once when when the bus rolls, the bus rolls. If you're not on the bus at the appointed time, bus rolls. They might wait for Pecorine or might have back in the day. So maybe they would wait for Ryan Johansson or Philip Forsberg, but they ain't waiting for me. Yeah, but you've got <laughs> enough money, you can get a cab. <laughs> yes, cabs are wonderful here in Calgary. I'm sure they are. Well, he's flush. Okay, right. let's review. Let's review. It is time as we let's rumble, do review. rumble through this. When the bus rolls, the bus rolls, so Willie's got to catch it. Here are the week nine results, and we start with Watson Brown, who's been hotter than a firecracker. He took Louisville plus the three and a half against Man. Wake Forest at home, and they won 48-21, dominant victory for uh, Coach Satterfield. Not sure how much of a difference that's going to make for his job security, but we'll see about that. Watson, big win. What's Louisville smoking? <laughs> Careful. Careful with that one. Good job. Oh, Bob, oh, Bobby P was still there. Boy, we could have fun with that answer. Oh, we sure. Oh, yeah, could. that one we could have put a whole show on right there. <laughs> <laughs> but the solution to any problem is stay away from the infractions committee and go to this secondary thing, which is just a pile of well, the independent panel. Yeah, independent bunch of idiots okay so moving on moving on big win for watson with louisville and then we move on to darren mcfarland he he went a little bit different here uh going with some action this was uh last week eastern michigan plus the six and a half they lose by three so tight one there darren i i thought you had a good pick there but all of a sudden you're kind of starting to take a little bit of a dip here darren did you watch the game <laughs> did i watch it no no <laughs> i don't even know how you could have watched it well it if you got out a tele telescope you probably could have seen it by the way there are still seats available for that game yes yeah i got excited um because i think game day has ripped probably this contest off of you completely know, George. completely they've ripped, they've ripped it off of you um when Herb Street was living here, I think he told him, man, this plaster is a sharp cat. And they were like, we're not hiring him. <laughs> but they do the same thing now on game day. And I don't remember who did it. I can't remember who on the panel. But their game they picked was their upset special was Eastern Michigan. I got excited. I was pumped. But they, did, they didn't win. Whatever moves you. Yeah, they didn't win. Okay, moving on. Willie Donick took Washington State plus seven. That was last Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. That was against Utah. Willie, they were in it. They were in it the whole game. Uh, couldn't pull it out, though, there at the end. They lose 21 to 17. I, I thought you had it. I, I really did. I thought you might have had that one, Willie. Well, I saw a lot of the first half. I, I kind of fell asleep in the second half, but there was a couple of key things that happened. Uh, they had one of the dreaded, get out of the way of the short punt, get out of there, get out of there. And, of course, it hits the guy in the foot. And 
It's a great turnover. Utah gets the ball and cashes in. And instead of maybe a, a better first half and a lead, they were sort of fighting from behind. They didn't get back into it. They they were right in the game. Watson, here's what I want to ask you as a coach. Are you surprised? Are we getting a little carried away with the go for it on fourth and two, fourth and three? It, it, it was a game where there was a lot of chances to kick field goals, but instead teams went forward on fourth and two or fourth and three. They didn't get it. It looks great when you make it. It seems like that's the trend now. Mathematics, things like that, are, are mathematicians are saying go for it more. But I think I'd like to see what the results are sometimes. Yeah, I, George and I have talked about this a bunch on the air. I'm not big on it at all, Willie. I don't, I don't want to look at a piece of paper and tell me what to do. I mean, who's across the line of scrimmage from you? Can you, can you make it or not? It's, it's not just the situation. It's the bodies, the, what's going on during the game. And, and especially in a game that's not real high scoring, and this is an average scoring game, I don't know why you don't kick field goals, man. Get points. It, it keeps momentum going for your players, too. I mean, they, they get a little positiveness because of the long drive. Get something out of it. And I don't know. I'm with you on that. So interesting battle there. Willie almost pulled it out there. And last but not least, George Plaster. He took oh, North yeah. Texas plus 10 and a half. And they dominated George. They that was at Western Kentucky, so that was a big, big time win for the Mean Green, but also for you because starting to earn a little bit more Mean Green. I doubled stadiums um, viewership. <laughs> I wonder what percentage of the viewership was you. I think fifty percent. <laughs> I can't figure out you why. Mean to tell me, you mean to tell me you watched that game? Well, when I realized that I had a chance to shove this down everybody's throat, because who amongst us believed that that one could work? Darren? Uh, just you, was, I think. It was not on your list. No. Willie, when I asked anybody, no. There wasn't a peep from anybody. No. No. Absolutely it crickets. not. Crickets. It was, a good, it was a good call. A bold pick came through for you. Thank you. Okay, you got to do standings because we're trying to help Willie. Yeah, bus is Who's... rolling. Willie's trying to catch it. He's yeah. got to get his pick out. Here are the standings as we head into the weekend of week Whoa. 10. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <sighs> mm. I'm in fourth now? What the heck is going on? Well, Willie's shocked. He you can't... know, if you're worried, then come back from the North Pole. <laughs> Jeez, I might have to schedule a chartered flight tonight. What's going on? <laughs> Willie, you gotta you gotta figure something out this weekend. This pick has become even more important. Watson, you're still up there at the top though, five and four, 28 points, but not far behind is George at three and six, 24 and a half points. What has happened? Daddy has gotten hot. <laughs> what was that? And, uh, Who was some, that? Somebody's dog liked it. Whoa, 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 hold on a second. That wasn't Maddox. No, that was Roman. Oh, we'll get Roman. <laughs> I think the neighbor kids just rang the doorbell. Good timing by Roman. Okay. Roman has a so deep voice for Max at this point. For the sake of time, uh, Willie, congratulations on being dead last. We'll go to the break on that. And then we'll commence with this week's picks. What's this the order? Green Street Media Television. 
Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Barner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. back we're playing beat the clock because Willie here in the underdog picks is in Calgary and he fears that the predators will leave him if he's not on time this is the order of the picking uh George because of that I mean do we want Willie to go first or 
no, no, we're we're gonna save the order. I'm I'm supposed to pick fourth, so we're picking fourth. Okay. Yeah, okay. the answer to that, Darren, fair, is, fair and square. The I'm, answer is hell no. Okay, I I, I respect I respect that. Really exerting his authority as he should. So. I, I I will respect that. God forbid a little did, bit of kindness, but uh, did you I guess hear not. what he I said? I guess that doesn't fly. That you you need to exert power. All right, I, I need okay. to be a little bit more, a little bit more. No, you don't need to there. go Adam Silver on us. Okay, no Adam <laughs> Silver. Number one, George Plaster. You will lead us off in the two hole. Watson Brown in the three hole. Darren McFarland and cleanup. Willie Donick. Vandy. Really? Yep. Wow. That yeah. came out of nowhere. Really? I think oh. they're going to snap this long losing streak inside the conference Saturday night. And I think the inspiration for it will be that Watson Brown will be in attendance. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll, that'll do, it. do it. Is he the 12th man? <laughs> Not the uh, 1,000th 12th man. Are you throwing that anchor down? That they if I had that thing, it'd pull me backwards so fast. That, you know what happened to you. That they say is the symbol of whatever, but Thank hell, goodness I, when I, I was there, they didn't have an anchor. I don't remember the anchor before James Franklin got there. Oh, the anchor was not around when I was around. No. Willie, we weren't there. No anchor, right? No anchor. That was pre-anchor. Pre-anchor. Okay, so George rolling with the doors on Saturday night, Darren. I thought you might do that with the with the old Vandy hat there. So I guess I guess not. Who knows? Hey, uh, and they were on my list. They were okay. there. Okay, really popular doors on Saturday. We'll, we'll be looking forward to that. Number two, Watson Brown. You are. Uh, I don't feel good about this at all. How about picking one you don't really think is going to happen? But I'm going with Tennessee. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Tennessee over Georgia. Tennessee. I don't really think it's going to happen, but I just can't pass it by. They're playing too good. They just, I just can't pass it. So, mm. go Big Orange. Mm. Darren, not happy. Looks like uh, George and Watson have stolen his first two picks here. He didn't say that. Well, it, no, I, I, yeah, no. Facial expressions right. say otherwise, but okay. – uh, Tennessee okay. Vandy were one and two. Free hat. Freebie. Yeah. Okay, so George takes the doors. Watson takes the Vols. So uh, we'll, we'll see if the in-state teams can pull through for, for Georgia. Watson up next, Darren. Darren McFarland, you got to get back on track somehow this weekend. Well, what can I see the standings again real quick, Billy, just to see where I am? Uh, yes. Anything, anything for you, Darren, there, there's the standings. Okay. Okay. So technically you're tied with George, but you're still four and a half, technically four and a half points behind in the record wise. He's tied. Let let me tell you something. Okay. They don't pop the champagne on record. They do it on points. Commissioner. (laughs) Or you, you have you haven't won yet. Boy, season. is he getting cocky, guys? I'd pipe down. Technically tied my butt. Pipe oh. down a little bit over there, George. There's some arrogance coming from Nashville, Tennessee. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> little arrogance starting okay. to appear. All no right, zero point zero. Darren, you the two guys at the bottom of the screen know all about this when he gets going. The show ends soon, if you don't mind. 
Well, the standings, you know, are I'm. It's changed my mind. I'm going really? to like veer off the these little four point games that I really like. I, there's mm-hmm. a couple of four point games I really like, but I'm just going to go for it. I think he is uh, building that resume to become a SEC coach again. So why not beat an SEC school? Oh, I'll take liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The way you were talking, I thought you were going with LSU with Brian Kelly, the proving himself as an SEC coach. But Darren going with Liberty. Give me Liberty or give me death. It worked for George. Uh, was that last week, George, or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. So Darren ride with George. Willie, you're in the cleanup hole here. Where is the bus right now, Willie? The bus is heated up. It's down in the lobby or just outside the lobby. So okay. uh, the heat is on. Uh, all right. So here's what I'm going with. I feel like at this time of the year, you start separating the true contenders from the good teams that aren't quite ready for playoff kind of stuff. I think the pressure starts mounting. And so I'm going with Texas Tech to mm-hmm. beat previously undefeated TCU. I just feel like mm. somebody's going to get TCU as the pressure mounts. So I will go with the Red Raiders. Mm. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So – Texas Tech over TCU for Willie there. Willie, I, do you want to stay for the review or do you want to go get on? Uh, the I should probably go, but uh, I'm glad I was able to do this. From Is this the first ever north of the border picking? I, I did not pick any Canadian universities, Brock University or – Or the know, Quebec Nordiques. Where they have three downs, you know, and 12 players. You know, they it's exciting football up here, but – I decided to go with college college football. You talk about a rough place to be on a Saturday is in Canada if you want to watch college football. There's not a lot of games on. So, so the North Texas Stadium is not part I, of the I don't think menu. stadium is available, George. If you want to watch curling or tennis or hockey, they've got pretty much everything. You got you covered. But college football, stadium, no dice. Oh, that's not good. Willie? Do well tonight. Get them a win. Yep, they need to they need to bust out of this thing. See ya. Willie, good luck with the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Red Raiders. Darren, I'm not sure we're going that far. Well, I mean, TCU does have a win over Tarleton State this year. So TCU's for real. Oh, they are. They absolutely are. So are we reviewing now? Yes, we are. Let, let's review here with, with the order up on the screen here. We'll start with George. He's riding with the Vanderbilt Commodores, getting seven on Saturday night at home against South Carolina. So George is riding with the old school, the alma mater there here in Nashville Saturday night. Watson riding with Tennessee, plus eight against Georgia down in Athens. So uh, not a whole lot of confidence coming from Watson's end, but – I'm sure if you pick Georgia, you wouldn't be very confident either, uh, Watson. So that's what you said earlier today. So well, I had I had Vanderbilt or Tennessee, whichever way it fell. So that was my two. Hmm. Same. I never had a chance. Felt better about Vanderbilt really than Tennessee, but we'll see. You never know. You never know. Look, sounds like Darren had Tennessee and Vandy on his list as well. Darren ended up going with a a lot big point line here. Liberty plus fourteen and a half 
in uh, in their game. I just had who they were playing. Man, this is Arkansas. Bad commissioner here, Arkansas. That's it. Under so tackle Liberty, football. Under okay, got it, George. I'll make a note of that. Yeah. Do that. So Liberty plus fourteen and a half against Arkansas. Willie rides with Texas Tech plus eight and a half over TCU. What is it? Guns up? Is that what they say? The the guns up, George. Guns up, Watson. I don't know. Watson, let's see. Were you not there once? Yeah. Okay. Show us when Bobby Knight used to do what, – what is that? Let, let's just get Watson. I can't get belt. it exactly right, but it's guns up. He's exactly right. Guns right. up. Everybody in the old Southwest Conference had one. I told you what the rice one was. It was – everybody shot. had a hand signal in the old yeah. Southwest Conference. So that that comes from way back. The motto of that conference, Darren, was shoot first and then start cheating. Oh, I don't think so. I think the cheating started even before the shoot first. <laughs> Darren, anything you'd like to leave us with? Um, I will just let uh, Watson and Billy know and your audience know what I told you today. When you called me this morning, mm-hmm. I said, I expected this call your gloating call to be on this time Monday morning. So you're a little late on this call. I've been waiting three days for this call. So four days, four days. Wow. That's been building up, Darren. Oh, I the minute I saw him hit North Tex, I was like, oh boy, it's coming. <laughs> that phone call is a coming. You may not have heard it. You may not have heard anything till Thursday. We've been listening to it since Monday. <laughs> We've got I mean, it comes up at least out. every hour. He'll pop <laughs> it up in every hour somewhere along the way. The mean green, baby. Darren, <laughs> see you next week. All right, guys. Good luck. Good luck, Darren. Okay. So there are our underdog picks. Hopefully, Willie got on the, uh, the bus. However, Willie's making a ton of money, so he can take a cab if need be. <laughs> I think uh, we made him late. I don't think he made that bus by 20 after. Oh, let's hope he did. I'll, I'll text him later. <laughs> after the break, our own Lewis Maddox will talk with MTSU football coach Rick Stockstill. They have La Tech in a game they really need to win. Stick around. This is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com.
and WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. We pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome, used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. My bad, George. Time now for our weekly MTSU update with head coach Rick Stockstill and our own Lewis Maddox, who happens to be the youngest intern I have ever hired. All right, Coach Stockstill, a, a big win for your guys this past Saturday. You go on the road uh, to El Paso. You get the win against UTEP and uh, a 24-13 victory against the Miners. Uh, you get back in the win column, now 4-4 four and four on the season. Uh, how big confidence-wise was that for your guys now and then going forward through the rest of the year? Yeah, I think it, uh, hopefully it will be uh, good. I mean, we had a, you know, 
a really, really good hard-fought win on the road, played a good team. And they had won 10 out of their last 12 home games there, so we knew it was going to be tough. Uh, but how we won it, how we played, how tough, how physical, how competitive we played should add to their confidence as we you know, go down here to La Tech this week. So um, uh, I'm just really proud of our team and how we played down there. Coming off a of bye week, and uh, you know you played a lot of really good teams in the first half of the season leading up to that break, uh, and then you get a lot of rest time and a lot of evaluation time uh, in preparation for UTEP and preparation for the rest of the season. Was that how big of a factor was that uh, in Saturday's win? Well, I think probably the biggest thing we didn't get anybody back from a health standpoint uh, that we hadn't been playing, but just the break mentally. Uh, I think helped them. Uh, we were fresher mentally uh, because it's been a long year. You start August 1st and you go till, you know, the middle of October. That's, that's a long time. So uh, I think we were fresher, uh, a little bit mentally. And, uh, you know, so it, we, we took good advantage of the open date and it, and it helped us. Coach, I thought the offense looked really crisp uh, on Saturday. You had Frank uh, Frank Peasant with about 100 yards. He had 96 on the day. And uh, then you had Chase Cunningham, a really efficient performance from him. Three touchdowns, 265 yards, went 21 to 27 passing. Uh, and the offensive line looked pretty good as well. Everybody just looked really comfortable out there, didn't they, Coach? Yeah, I thought our offensive line probably played as good as they've played in a long time. Um, I thought we were good. We were a lot better. Uh, in protection, which enabled Chase to uh, be a little bit more confident back there. Um, you know, we're still not running the ball efficiently as I would like to run it, but I thought the fourth quarter, uh, especially the last five minutes and 35 seconds of the fourth quarter when it was uh, 24 to 13, and uh, we didn't give the ball back to them, and we ran it every time except for the one time there on third and ten when we converted. Uh, and Frank got a bunch of those yards. So uh, that was as pleasant to see as anything during that game. Yeah, and I want to talk about how you got to 24-13. to 13. Uh, You know, about seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, UTEP goes down and kicks a field goal, making it a four-point game, 17-13. to 13. Uh, And then the very next offensive possession, you guys go deep, and it's a huge 75-yard touchdown strike from Cunningham to, to Jalen Lane, uh, a huge play that ended up being the dagger on the day. Uh, was the plan there to go deep? And if it was, kind of take us through that play and, and how it transpired. Yeah, it's very similar to the play that we ran early in the game when we threw it to Bud and – you know, the post there, and he dropped it, which would have been a touchdown. Uh, so it was very similar, except it was on the other side, um, and then obviously to Jalen. Um, but he did a great job setting up the route, looked him off, get a, just ran a really, really good route, and chased through a great ball, had great protection. Um, yeah, so that was his first read. Uh, you know, that, that, if it's there, take it. If it's not, you know, come down to your check down stuff. So, but no, it, it was there. And that was, again, that was uh, because they just come off that long drive that they had and scored points to make it a one score game and uh, or cut it to four. And, uh, you know, so now we score in there makes it a two point, a two score game with, you know, seven minutes left in the game. 
Yes, Coach, and, and now moving on to this week, you've got Louisiana Tech uh, on the road once again, a 2-6 and six team, got a lot of talent on that team. They've played really close games, and they've progressed as the season has gone on, two overtime losses in a row uh, coming into this one. Uh, your thoughts on, on the Bulldogs so far this season? Yeah, they're a lot better than their record, and I uh, told the team that. I mean, they've played a tough schedule. They got beat by Missouri and Clemson. Uh, and then, like you said, they've lost two overtime games the last two weeks. So that record could be easily flipped. And uh, they've got great skill players. They've got a prolific offense, a passing offense, one of the top passing offenses in the conference. They've got good skill players. They're athletic on defense. They fly around. Um, you know, so you can't get caught up in looking at their record. This is a, a really good football team. And, Coach, you talk about that passing game. They have shown throughout the season that they've been able to strike from anywhere on the field. Uh, but they've also shown that some pressure can be had uh, on McNeil, the quarterback. What's been the message this week in practice to your defense and more specifically your, your front line? Do your job, you know, whether you're the front line or the linebackers or the secondary. you got to do your job, stay in your rush lanes, uh, stay in coverage, have disciplined eyes. Uh, you, can't, you can't get lackadaisical with your eyes, and, and you, you got to do your job. And you, we got to tackle well in space. There are going to be a bunch of fast screens, screens outside. Uh, so we've got to do a great job of getting off blocks and tackling in space. And then finally, Coach, uh, if you haven't mentioned any already, uh, your overall keys to the game for the Blue Raiders to go down there and get over 500 on the season. Well, I think the big thing is, uh, you know, you're going on the road, so you gotta you gotta pack your toughness. That's the first thing. It's going. It's a tough place to play, um, you know, and we've got to be uh, very uh, good with the football. We can't. We, we've got to protect the football. You can't give them a short field because they're too explosive on offense. Um, you know, we've got to, again, I, I say it probably every week, but first down is key. We've got, to, we've got to be good on first down. We weren't very good on third down against UTEP. Um, and if we can get in some more manageable situations, that would help us. Uh, you know, so protecting the ball and being effective on first down. And when we get in the red zone, we've got to score touchdowns. We can't kick field goals because uh, they can score. They're averaging over 31 points a game. And in defense, like I said, we've got to we've got to tackle well in space. Uh, we've got to keep the ball in front of us. We can't give up big plays. They've got two dynamic receivers and a really good quarterback. So we've got to do a good job of uh, keeping the ball in front of us. Coach, good luck against the Bulldogs. We'll talk next week. Thank you, my man. Okay, so middle goes to La Tech. Watson, they're very much in a bowl picture. That ought to be the incentive when they go down there, that they've got a chance. They're not going to end up in the Orange Bowl or the Sugar Bowl, but they've got a chance at one of the earlier bowls in mid-December. Yeah, they got to get. They got to go two and two to get there. So I don't. I don't know who else they have left, uh, but uh, getting a, another road win would really turn his season around. I, th I was uh, proud of them last week because I didn't know if they'd pull that one off. You tell very good road home team and a very poor road team. So they went in and did something that's not, not a lot of people have done lately. So that was a good win. It, they just need to get more consistent, George. You know, they're up and down all over the place. When, oh, they're all over I the I think map. they're going to be good this week. They seem to not play well. And when I think they might lose one, I 
really thought they'd have a tough time last week, and they went out there and won. So they just need to get some consistency. I know I'm preaching to the choir. Rick will say the same thing. Okay, after the break, we will have plaster bet of the day. Watson, not one, not two, but three plays tonight. Three plays. Well, we're trying to – we're trying to get over that where oh, you can put a five down right. there. You, you, you get got a little cocky. Right. You had a nice little weekend. Yeah, so now you're yeah. just, you know, yeah, you, you start starting to get cute. The you arrogance is starting. The arrogance is starting to show. Here it comes. You're into that big A word today, aren't you? Oh, well, I mean, it's pretty easy to analyze. <laughs> and after we get through with Watson's uh, arrogance uh, sermon, we'll also have. A note or two from Vandy's football camp and a note or two from Tennessee's football camp to close out the show. This is Main Street Media Television. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several iron mic pitching machines as well as a hit tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own, celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional, affordable, dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. This is Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. 
people hire me because I use a customized, individualized, personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. One area I can help with is if you are newly or nearly retired or maybe have changed jobs and have an old 401k account. You may need more information to help you clearly understand your options. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. It's about that time. Plaster's bet of the day, powered by Bart Durham Injury Law. Since 1975, they have aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, or at your workplace, let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to their website. That's Bart Durham. Dot com. All right, let's check out what happened last night for you, George. Northern Illinois. Ugh. Big dud. Uh, they were down 14 nothing before I got home. Watson, <laughs> I was not happy. <laughs> I muttered some bad things about NIU. Did the word fraud come out again somewhere along the it way? It didn't, but I thought about it. Now, I will say this. They made a nice comeback in the second half to get within six, but that doesn't do me any good. Well, you want a half a point or something for that? Or I mean, This is about covering. This is about covering. Thank you, Billy. Okay. So Watson, hold on. Hold on. Before you take any more shots, just know that this is not an easy exercise. It's not? No. I mean, it's not like – Somebody's going to do this and go ahead, pop up the record again, Billy. Okay. It's not like somebody's going to come in and your record's going to be 89 and 17. Well, you'd be a rich dude if it was. You got, that's right. <laughs> this is hard. This is very hard. But where are we going, Billy? Well, we're going with the baseball game first. Philadelphia at Houston tonight, game four. Who you got, George? Well, I'm taking the Phillies, and they're a pretty big-sized dog because Justin Verlander is pitching for the Astros. However, Justin Verlander's got some little postseason issues that have been going on for a while, and he's been hearing about it a bunch. I think Philly will run up his pitch count early. I think they'll get him out of there in the fifth or sixth inning, and I think they're going to win tonight. In their final home game, that crowd will be nuts. Go Phillies. George, ride with the Phils. You're going college football next here. Rice and UTEP. Well, Watson said it. UTEP's been pretty good at home. They've been god-awful on the road. Rice is a lot better than what people are used to. Look at him, Ease. Hey, he knows. That's a good pick. It's going to work, isn't it? Yep, that's a good pick. Okay, how about this one? one? Fly, owls, fly. How about this one? Okay, last pick here for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Coastal Carolina and App State. little Sun Belt matchup tonight. Okay, Coastal Carolina is the home team. They're the dog. 
Jamie Chadwick wants to impress. He wants to get his name. Did you in did you mean to say Chadwick? It's Chadwell. Chadwell, Chadwick, whatever. That's close. That's close yeah. enough. I didn't know if you were trying to make a let's joke not or be let, sarcastic. No, let's or not let facts get in the way of a good. Don't story. don't don't let little things bother the man. Leave him alone, Billy. Let him go. Well, we know George. He's been really sarcastic here the past three days. I didn't know if he was trying to pull the pull the leg of Coach Chadwell or not. Whatever his name is, I want him to win. <laughs> That's not a good <laughs> motivational factor. You can care less when, when you talk like that. Do what? I said that's not a great motivation. He might be listening. We got a lot of people that listen to this show. Coach, if you're out there listening, I beg of you to cover tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Because tomorrow, I want to get in here and be 65 and 64 and then tell Watson exactly what the percentage is. Oh, well, it's, it's no, percentage no, time. I, I don't need to listen to you to tell me prior to it happening. Let's don't go there. You're wasting a lot of time to do that. Watson, if I were to get all three of these tonight, my winning percentage would be 50.4. Oh, man. <laughs> Neither one of you mean it. Neither <laughs> one of you mean it. Watson's openly rooting against me. Billy? Billy no, I'm not. not rooting against you. I'm in the same building as George, so I want his self-esteem <laughs> to be high. So Self-esteem? You ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> that, that's that hilarious. Is not his problem. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that, Billy. Oh man, oh, we God. got that right. covered, babe. That is covered, one hundred percent. Okay, so we promised <clears throat> to give you some Tennessee and Vanderbilt notes in football on the way out the door. Show's almost over. Let's start with Tennessee. What do you got? We'll start with Tennessee. I, I, I found a tweet from Wes Rucker, George. Uh, Tennessee coach Josh Heupel said about Georgia's Nolan Smith being out Saturday. He said they've got more than one guy who can get after the quarterback. It's next man up for those guys. It doesn't change things for us or for them. Obviously, that could be coach speak, but I do think there's a little bit of truth to what Coach Heupel says. I don't know that Nolan Smith is a big loss, but – Watson, I think you may agree that defense is still really good. No, that, that, they'll go on, but he was their leader. It, it it will show more as the season goes on, I think. But uh, I, I don't think it will be a big factor Saturday. They've got good rushers. They do. And then the Vandy note here, George, I know you picked Vandy Saturday night. Reports out of Columbia are that their star running back, Marshawn Lloyd, is questionable to play this weekend he's their key he's the key in their run game so if he can't go that might give vandy an advantage on saturday look out that was that was that was going to be my pick i thought it would be there so george beat me to it we'll, we'll see. see how all this plays out watson i know you will make a rare appearance on the show tomorrow for a few moments we're excited about that <laughs> it's a pretty dull life Checks in the mail, right? Oh, no question. Absolutely. Uh, but given the fact that it's only for a brief amount of time, you have a great weekend. Same to you, pal. I'll see you Saturday, probably. Uh, absolutely. See I'll you see then. You okay. Billy, 
George, you're not going anywhere. No, I'm not. What What do you mean? Well, what I mean is Watson can call his own schedule. That's right. He's big man on campus. That's right. You at this point are not. Not not big man yet. Maybe you'll, maybe one day. You'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> and sadly, no, not sadly. I'm just kidding. So will I. We'll see you then on Main Street Media Television.